Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Live on Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Evans Mensa and welcome to Ghana Connect. So this week, it has dominated the headlines for days. Many, many people have had their say on this. Uh, both people within the Governor New Patriotic Party and those outside of the party have all had their say. And there appears to be consensus on the matter um, outside the executive branch. There is this wide push for a reshuffle. So the president got an opportunity to respond to these calls. And he made his stance known pretty clearly. This is what he had to say. Well, people are making a lot of noise about this matter. And many of them, for me, have done an outstanding work. Their output has been considerable. I don't have any strong reasons to 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 heed the call. Okay. The calls come from all kinds of reasons. <laughs> NDC wanting to destabilize your government yeah. is one. So the president is clear there that the ministers have been outstanding, and so they had to find a reason uh, to heed the call. Others disagreed with him, including some within his own party. Um, Stalwart's founding members. A, a key one is obviously the former chief of staff under former president Kufo, Kojopini. If he wants success, then maybe he should listen to people also, not only what he sees. If you're president, you are you, you, you lose touch with the reality. 
then I was, uh, I'm afraid <laughs> that we are in. The actions of the government will determine whether the government is going to continue in power or not. As an MPP man, I must be concerned about actions of the, of, of the government. I must, as much as possible, speak out about some of these issues. So he disagrees. In fact, the former general secretary of the party um, has also spoken about this unhappy uh, with the uh, posturing of the president and has asked that indeed uh, he he reshuffles the park. Uh, we've also heard uh, from more voices and the voices appear to be loudest uh, from within the ranks of the MPP itself. Um, if you've heard already, you may not, but um, the uh, former General Secretary of the party uh, has also uh, spoken uh, today uh, about what has happened when it comes to the decision uh, to keep some of the ministers uh, there. I'm talking about Kwabunai Japan. Uh, and he he goes even further uh, than what you've heard. He his his concern has to be has to do with those uh, around the president who were directly responsible for the economy. I am talking about the economic management team. He says they should step aside. The government might have put in place is not having the positive impact we are expecting as at now. As I speak to you, inflation is still uh, going up, even though the rate of increase has reduced. The city is depreciating rapidly. And then also, if you look at the local market, we have been downgraded. SNMP downgraded us, I think, about a week or so. And then this week, we had a downgrade from um, fish. Uh, well, I'll get you Kwame Nijapon's uh, uh, impact uh, comments pretty shortly and what he says about the economic management team and his belief that they should they should go. But you get a sense. Um, and what you heard is about the economic basis for the calls, which is that the economy is in a state where those who are in charge should either be fired or themselves resign. Um, is, this, is the basis really adequate? If you had a president, the president is the one who uh, sees these ministers on a daily basis. He says it's his daily preoccupation. He's in the best position, he believes, to, to make this call. He, he doesn't agree that they should go. So let's have uh, our say on this. As I said earlier, that's the president's take. He, is the, he has the prerogative, but he is your employee. What's your take? a few connectors joining me tonight with your thoughts on this and i want to bring them in now um they have their thoughts but most importantly wherever you are tonight i know you've been talking about this in your cars at home everybody has an opinion on this particular subject i must say uh, and so we also did a poll i'll share the results with you shortly but uh, connected with me uh, tonight is uh, chris atadika he's a youth activist hello chris um, kindly unmute for me if you're on Zoom. Uh, let's have a conversation. Let's interact. Uh, and so just unmute Hi. and let's and let's talk. Hello, hello, Chris. Hi, Evan. Great to How have you. Going? Great to have you, Chris. Uh, also connecting is Efo Della. He's a blogger, uh, a friend of the show. Hello, Efo. Hello, Evan. Great to great to have you on uh, Della. Always hey, great. Uh, Clinton Banning is a youth activist as well. Hello, Clinton. Clinton, please unmute for me. Hello. Great to have you, Clinton. And uh, Nana Isyama is with the Economic Fighters League. Hello, Nana. Hi, Evans. Good evening. Great to have you. And uh, we've also been joined by the spokesperson for the Alliance for Foot Soldiers Advocacy. And I must say, they, they really changed the conversation because, I mean, before them, it was mainly the opposition in D.C. Uh, in Parliament that had been making the call. Um, a few others have done so, too. But when an organized group such as the foot soldiers come together and hold a press conference and then they, they demand a reshuffle, there you know that something more is afoot here. And the president spoke and they, in fact, uh, responded by saying they believe the president's uh, response was directed at them. Um, Opeimu Woyome speaks for the Alliance for Foot Soldiers Advocacy, uh, foot soldiers of the MPP, that is, and connects with us tonight. Hello, Opeimu. Hi, Ivan. Great to have you. 
Um, later on, uh, we'll talk about the poll that we put up. Um, many of you have been uh, joining us on that uh, on that poll on social media, telling us your view on this. Very fascinating results, really. And we asked a few questions of uh, of our audience and uh, straight two questions do you agree with the president on his ministers being outstanding that's the first question and the second question is should the president reshuffle his ministers later on my colleague uh, will join me as we go through the, the what you've been telling us and what the poor results show you to really show you know where many of you stand on this matter but if let me start with you if you heard the president he says his he's rated the pre, he's rated his ministers and they are outstanding you agree? No, um, I do not agree at all. Um, we've um, things haven't been good enough for him to even give them a fair. Um, for example, he had one minister who basically disappeared from her job for over a year. I don't know if he's adding that person to the rating that he's doing, but that person alone shows a, a very terrible lack of leadership and a, a poor sense of judgment that we cannot say that um, that person did a good job at her, her her position. If we take the Ministry of Finance, the, the finance of the country has just been in a lot of shambles and we can't say that um, the Minister of Finance has done a good job. We can't say that um, the Minister of Land and natural resources has done a good job because we're still struggling with Galamse issues. And I think it was just two days ago, I saw a picture of one of the um, the rivers and it still looked like um, Milo. And that's not a good sign for anything. Um, I took, uh, I have had to change my car shaft twice this year. And I don't even travel long distance. Most of my journeys are done on the motorway. The mo and for somebody who lives in the capital city with the one of the most important links between the Accra region being the motorway, just deteriorating every day to very dangerous levels um, with potholes appearing on the motorway every day. You can't say that the Minister of Road has done a good job. And the Minister of Road seems to sometimes lack basic um, knowledge about what he's doing and his communication skills seems to be lacking oftentimes. So no, I wouldn't say he has done. And I could go on and list a few of them who have done a terrible job. So I don't know what the the president is um, using as his basis. Uh, maybe he could give us, he could have given us uh, what he used to rank them because those are certainly not what we the people are using to rank them. And I don't know if the, I should answer the second question about if I think a reshuffle is good. We'll, we'll come to that. We'll, we'll, we'll come okay. to that. Uh, Chris, where do you stand on the question of uh, the president's rating of his ministers? You, you, what, what's your rating? So um, I think that it's a bit surprising that the president would say that. And he came out to just say he performed. Um, out, he used the word, he said outstandingly well. Mm, outstanding. I, yeah, he said they've been outstanding. And I do not know on which metric he says that, or on what basis he says that. And I mean, should they be re reshuffled? I don't think so. I think that- you once, Stay with me on that. I'll, I'll come to that. I'll come the second round and, and let's look at the reshuffle question. I just wanted to see, so so you don't, you don't, you disagree that it's outstanding, they've been outstanding. I disagree. I, I, I think that um, Dela mentioned quite a number of uh, ministers who haven't performed in their duties. Uh, in fact, if we are talking about the negatives, we also need to um, praise some ministers who have been out, um, who have done quite appreciably well. Um, I'll give an example of the Greater Accra Regional Minister, um, Honorable Henry Corte. He, in my view, has been outstanding in terms of um, managing the situation with houses that have been situated at places they are not supposed to be. He has done a lot of demolition exercises and even had members of his government even you know come out to say that he is overdoing what he's supposed to do and so um i think that i'll just use him as an example to highlight the positive side of the discussion we are having so if, if it's not outstanding what will be what, what will you use instead um I, I just gave an example of just one minister yeah. that, in my view, has done well. Yeah, I, I guess I guess the question is, yeah. you know, your rating, 
ministers generally. I mean, so definitely there will be excellent ones and not so excellent ones. But if you look at it overall, the president says overall, it's outstanding. You disagree with outstanding. I'm wondering what will you use to describe. With that. Okay. With Do you have something in the place of that? If you're looking at overall picture, um, to, to just be fair to them, I would use satisfactory. Okay, that's interesting, Chris. Yeah. Stay with me, Clinton. You agree? Okay, ask we get Clinton uh, to. to... Yeah, Hello, Clinton. Hello, Clinton. Okay, we, we have a, a possibly a challenge with the Clinton's connection. Let me bring in the nice Yaman. And do you agree that satisfactory from Chris says they've been satisfactory? I'm here. I'm here. I'm with you. Yes. Do you okay, Clinton? Do you agree with uh, Chris's assessment that satisfactory is what he will use? Uh, Clinton, we have a challenge with your connection. Let's uh, get Clinton back on a, a better connection, please. Let's uh, bring in Anna Isyama. Nana, if you can hear me, do you agree with Chris that he says, yes, outstanding may be overstating it, but he would... Outstanding as in the performance of the MPs? No, we're talking about ministers. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, so sorry about that. The ministers. <laughs> you see, I, I don't even understand why we are even rating them now. I think the verdict of uh, for these ministers came in the twenty uh, the twenty twenty was it the last uh, the the um, how do you call it the uh, vetting sorry vetting I mean it was very 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 clear that Ghanaians didn't like these ministers and the NDC skillfully allowed for them to go through today the NDC is telling us that Nana um, Kufadu should reshuffle. These same ministers that they approved. So it's like, <laughs> I don't even think I should even rate these ministers because the Ghana beyond the aid himself has gone back to the IMF. So it is the president and the whole ministers that needs to be kicked out and not only the, 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 the ministers. I mean, what have they done? From Galamse to Agrik, Dokunobuaye is saying, I mean, Charlie, Komodi Amanfo, and Dokunobuaye. Economics and you understand? So, if we, we should come and sit here and just come and read these failed ministers that we already gave up on them during the vetting, no, no Ghanaian really wanted them to come. I mean, when the NDC let them go through, you, 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 you could clearly see the, the, the sentiments, I mean, the, 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 the public reaction and the outpour, and the, you know, everything was evident. So, this uh, head and you know, uh, Evans Charlie, I don't know whether you are going out to the street to really engage and interact with the people. You know, here for we are on the ground, the people are very, very bitter and they are very upset, they are very angry. Things are not moving, things are not moving. My, my, my brother, so we can't come and sit here and say we are coming to read them. What are we coming to read them on? What have they done? What are we? So this is what we are talking about. And for, for, for us, for the Economic Fighters League, we, we don't think we should even be discussing these ministers and this rating in the first place. They, they, they have failed the government from the president to everybody. They are all the promises, they have failed. They have mm. failed. It's as simple as that. Stay with me. It's an interesting point. So we have Chris who says, for him, satisfactory. Is what he will use. Um, we uh, for the lad disagrees with the president that they have been outstanding. I'm waiting to hear Clinton when he gets a, a better connection. And I says, well, I, I don't even want to rate them at all because. Hello. I, hello, Clinton. Yeah, I hope you can hear me. I can hear loud and clear. Yes. Well, what's your take on the on the president's verdict that they've been outstanding? Uh, I, I I I I totally disagree with um, that verdict because, in particular. I, I think it's it's been visible to the eyes of many Ghanaians the um, 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 the performance of these ministers. In as much as we cannot totally condemn their activities or we cannot totally condemn their works as ministers, I believe we cannot outwardly equally say or state that the ministers have performed outstandingly because uh, one way or the other, uh, there are a lot of things that are not going well with some of the ministries that has affected the economy at large, in as much as we can, um, um, we can see that some of these challenges can be attributed to the global 
unforeseen circumstances that has happened within this period, we, we can't we can't confidently state that the, the, the ministers have performed um, very well. I, I, I totally disagree with the president on that um, particular statement. Okay. Now, let me bring in an interesting perspective. Opemu is, is a, a foot soldier of the MPP. He speaks actually for the alliance uh, that came together to hold a press conference on this. And I must admit, they appear to be the, the first group that really moved this conversation on a different tangent because they came from the NPP and they believe that the reshuffle must happen. Uh, Opemu, you're with me, right? Yes, I'm here. Okay, so let me start off first. We'll come to your demand for reshuffle. Should I take it that you you disagree with the president that the the ministers have been outstanding, and that's why you were asking for reshuffle? Okay, thank you, thank you so much, evening, and good evening once again to you. Right, from our stand is that it's a matter of viewpoint. Okay, as members of the NPP, we are the grassroots of the party the soul of the party. And from our viewpoint, we believe that we can do better than what we're actually doing now. However, the president happens to be the appointor, the one who sets targets for his appointees. He knows the measures that he used to rate and evaluate their performances. So he has the right to give them or give them whatever measures that he has. However, as party members and citizens of this country, we also feel otherwise. But comparatively, for example, if you have to compare the NPP's current performance to that of its main opponent, that is the NDP, then one may be compelled to rate our ministers as having performed better or done more than what the NDC have done. And maybe that is maybe the only variable that essentially the president was factoring in when he gave that statement. Okay? Because if you are to compare the NPP to the NDC, you can even bring a great that we are speaking about. In under NDC, we are going about negative 0.07 plus or something around that figure. But now the, the situation is different. And if you are to compare the issue on the fact that considering all this global economic downturn, etc., and the huge challenges that we are facing, the rippling effects of the COVID, Russia, Ukraine war, etc., and etc., Okay, and it does above this current economic situation to that of NDC, where there was no such external factors that were affecting our economy, but everything about our economy was bad to the standard we had to even press the army to give us policy credibility, etc., etc. Then you would say that, of course, our ministers for the government standing. But we do not, we as AFA, do not think the NDC should be the benchmark. We do not think the NDC should be our standard. We believe and pride ourselves that we have a party that, that have the men. And indeed, if we have the men, despite the challenges, despite the economic or external factors that are hindering our progress, we believe that we can do better than what we are doing. And that is the only factor or reason why we are calling for the reshuffle. Dela, what do you say to that? So I, I I I was a bit surprised at the angle uh, my 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 fellow panel speaker went. Um, we 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 can't even be comparing to the NDC because if we wanted to compare to the NDC, would have voted for the NDC to come into power. So we, there's no need for us to be comparing to the NDC at all, and we are not judging this party by anybody's standards, but the standards they themselves promised that they were going to um, uphold when they came to power. So our expectations are based on the promises the government made. So for example, before they came into power, Baumia was all over the place making pronouncements about how they were going to fix the economy, how they were going to arrest the city, and the kind of um, policies they were going to implement. Um, the, the president at the time when he was a candidate um, made a lot of lofty promises. And of course, we know that in politics, sometimes the promises might be lofty and um, unattainable. But if we were going to take their word for it and say, let's say, let's aim for 60% of the things that they promised, they have fallen far below the 60% of things that they've promised. The, the, the rate at which fuel prices increased from between December and June was ridiculous. Um, the prices of food, the prices of 
everything in this country has been have been really difficult so we can't um, use that as the standard for any comparison and given that um the the ministers are those who are directly responsible for um the sectors the uh, the they are put in we should hold them responsible for the poor performances of their various sectors there are some of the sectors for example like the um, the environment that does not depend anyhow on the ukrainian war um the galamsey fight was something that they promised that they were going to do ukraine has got nothing to do with the fight against galamsey so saying that um things like the challenges around the world have affected some of these implementations are very difficult the ukrainian war has not affected fixing the motorway and which is I I, I I I can't compare to other regions because I live in Accra and the motorway is the one of the major roads so I'm comparing to that the Ukrainian war has not done anything to affect this I can't compare um it to for example um like the the inflation I can't compare it to any other place but I do remember vividly Baumia going on stage making certain pronouncements, talking about arresting the CD. Uh, Baumia has been silent on these things. And every time he, he has spoken, he has um, kind of beaten around the bush and not attacked the question. So I do not agree with my my uh, my, 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 my my panel member on this one at all. I, if I were grading this government and the various ministers, at most, most of them would get a 40%. There are a few that have done quite well, and in spite of very difficult circumstances, they've they've tried to manage certain um, situations. I'm curious. I'm not... curious which which ones would you say have done well above the 40% you gave? Um. So funny, I I, I would say that um, Esla has um, has done quite well um, in a very difficult um, sector with. Um, she has done quite well. Um, the way she's handled the um, SIM registration for me, for me, even though it was a very difficult situation, I think she has been very flexible and has um, done a lot of um, putting a lot of effort in making sure people have access to registering their SIM cards. I think that um, the the level of communication and um, internet facilities in the country seem to be improving quite stably. And I don't know if that's um, a result of her input or it's just the tel the telcos working very well and um i've also seen that there are railway developments going on outside um, accra i took a trip to ho and i saw railways developing so i would say that uh, peter uh, john peter Amewu is doing a good job even though the railway um system is going quite slowly they, they've been working on it for quite a long time and we've not gotten any like significant things that we can boost about so i would say that he has uh, he has done quite well um i don't know if i can say anybody else has done quite well mm. i guess we say the minister of defense because we've not had any um thing that we should complain about but that's because ghana is generally um peaceful unless we have something happening like an election so i would say um um Ursula and john peter Mewu, would be people that I would um, say that have been doing quite a good job. Um, I think the local government minister might also be doing a good job. Um, I think there's more he could do, but um, um, I, I I don't have a lot of insights into his uh, work. A few of them that have done terrible jobs, in my opinion, are the, um, the so, minister of so, so so we'll come we'll come towards the end of the show to who will you reshuffle will you who will you take out who will you bring in before we end let's stay now to let's go to the subject of a reshuffle chris you started by saying you actually uh rate the ministers as um satisfactory but you disagreed that they should be reshuffled am i correct yes explain why why you think they shouldn't be reshuffled I think that I'll first of all want to talk about how I think the president in his mind um, wants to rate his ministers he selected. It's it's a very it will be very difficult to say that this very person I put in charge of this particular ministry is not doing well. So I'm coming out to say that this person should be sacked or should be reshuffled. And that is why the president would, would want to defend the failing ministers by saying that they have been outstanding. It's sad, you know, quite some number of arguments have been going around where people question why we are not practicing a technocratic form of government. 
where we have experts manning the various ministries. And um, we have people who are there just in the capacity of administrative heads. And they, they make decisions from a politically influenced, um, let me say, angle. So for example, free SHS might have directors in the Ministry of Education who might who possibly said it would be very difficult to sustain this particular um, initiative. But the minister has been sent there by the president to make sure that that is done. So there has been that that conflict. It's been, it's been back and forth. And I think that if somebody is not performing well in a particular ministry, the person has to be sacked because reshuffling the person and saying we are taking the person into a, a, a different ministry doesn't solve the problem. But you can also uh, reshuffle and, and leave the person jobless. So you take the person out and bring somebody in, but not necessarily appoint the person to something else. Yes, yes. So, so and, and, and in, in the selection process, I believe the president considered particular areas of expertise he felt that those particular people um, um, had. That is why he put them in charge of certain ministries. So, for example, the Honorable Kujo Oponkroma has been a journalist. I mean, majority of part in his professional life. So if Kojo Pankroma is handling the information ministry, it, mo it must be because the president saw something in him. So if Kojo Pankroma is being moved, for example, this, if we are going with this idea of reshuffling, he's being moved to Ministry of Health. What's he going to do there? That's the question. And is it just a pool of people that are just occupying certain positions? And I have always also had a problem with the president having the the, the full, let me say, uh, mandate of selecting these particular people. It means that before elections, the president can use those positions as a way of bargaining with, with party party members. He says that, give me this particular, let's say, for example, give me this amount of money. When you come, I'll make you minister of this particular ministry. And then the person is not performing. It is difficult for the president to take that person out because he probably must have had this arrangement with that person before elections. So I also have a problem with the president having, let's say, 100% authority over the appointment process when it comes to the ministers, even though um, the approval is sent to parliament. You know, um, I was reading um, a policy document by the Institute of Liberty and Policy Innovation. And one of the, the key conclusions they made in that policy document was that there should be more transparent criteria for reorganizing ministers other than the president's use of unlimited power. In fact, when, when this president came in in 2017, he did something pretty novel where when he comes out to... He didn't just issue a statement, which has been the practice before, and say, uh, this is my list of new ministers. He came out to... He lined the ministers up. The, then there were nominees. And then he would tell us, he would, he would mention your name, and then he would sort of give a sense of what the your KPI is, what he expects you to go there and do. So he started off that. But you made a point, Chris, that I want to, I want to, uh, you know, bounce off Dana Isiama quickly. I hear you say that you will not reshuffle. Do, do I hear you say, Chris, that instead of reshuffling, you simply uh, completely sack those who are underperforming? Yes. Okay. Because the point is, if the person is not performing in that particular ministry, what what is the guarantee that reshuffling him or her to a different ministry, that okay. person is going to perform? So, so you are saying that for those for underperforming, it, simply sack them. Yes. So, for example, Evans, um, we had a minister that was not at post for almost over a year. Now, taking that minister, for example, and and sending that minister to a different ministry. Is that going to guarantee that that minister yeah. is going uh, and to... And in the, in the case of that minister, uh, she has now been, been sacked. But let me bring Nana on exactly. that. Let me bring Nana on that. Nana, um, so where do you stand on the reshuffle question? I mean, everybody's asking reshuffle, reshuffle, reshuffle. Where do you stand? Do you, do you, do you agree this should be a reshuffle? Um, was, please, um, uh, is it the leader of the foot soldiers? Yes, he's on. You, can, inter just... you can interact with him. Um, <laughs> you uh, know, uh, when, when you ask... Opemo, are you there? Hello, Pemu. Sure, Evans, I'm here. Yes, Nana wants to interact with you. Yeah, so Pemu, I just uh, yes. asked you, how will you rate the government? And I think you said their performance was outstanding, right? Are you suggesting that response was from me? But, but how would you rate the government? 
no, 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 no. This is allowed. This, this, this is this is an uh, payment. This is allowed on Ghana Connect. I mean, <laughs> I, I, interact, interact, interact enough for me. He's asking you. What you're what saying basically is that it's a matter of uh, 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 viewpoint, and that our viewpoint differs from what the president is saying. But how will you rate the government? It's just I just want that. How will you rate the government? Our stance is that the MPP government has done well comparatively to what the previous government did. However, as party members, we believe that our government can do better than what they are currently doing. And that is why we are calling for fresh hands to come on board. So then if we are focusing on the however, it means your government still didn't do well because they haven't still met your standards, right? No. We, I beg to differ from what you are saying. What we are saying is that, in fact, let, let, me, let, me, let me bring it, let me answer it this way. Before what you say, well, before coffee, let's look at how our economy was doing, for example. We, we had single digit inflation, our currency was fairly, fairly stable, etc. Control crisis globally setting, and then it began to shake our economic structure and foundations. And that is what has brought us here. So if you are to, based on this, based on external factors, make a blanket comment or statement to suggest that government is not performing, that would be an, a very unfair statement, especially when there is another option to compare to. Or variable to compare to okay. that is the okay, okay, Premier. Let, let, let me let me hear the next point uh, why he was seeking this interaction. Yes, so you okay. see, it, 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 it makes them a bit hypocritical. Whatever he's trying to say, he wants better. He wants the NDC to do uh, the MPP to do better. Meaning, whatever they are doing now is failing. So let's just accept that they failed. So you want them to reshuffle because things are not going as expected. Opemu, this one, no, oh. you are just trying to beat around the bush, but I oh. I'm sure if you had the opportunity to actually follow our presser and consider the content or the Why content are you that we demanded now? the rest for you, you wouldn't be making so, the comments that you made. So, because yes. our, our argument is based on two main, or it's changed on two main factors. So there is a problem. There is a problem. Okay. 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 Nana, hold on. Um, hold on. It was. Was it Dela or uh, who is making? Chris Chris, Chris. 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 Yes. Chris. Go on. Yeah. Evans. I think that the topic of discussion is not one. It's it's not comparative in nature. We are not doing comparative analysis here. Exactly. Of a government before and a government now. We are saying that. Have the ministers performed? Yes or no? What is your rating? The president says yes. it is outstanding. Yes. Not, and if you are calling for a reshuffle, it obviously means that you are not satisfied with what the <laughs> ministers have done so far. So I think that the argument that um, our food soldier, the, the uh, panelists from the, the, the food soldier association is bringing is, a, is, is way off board. That is what my opinion is. So, so he introduced a, a, a very interesting point. And Clinton, I know you're on. I want to hear you on that point he raises. He, he, is it fair to introduce comparison in assessing ministerial performance? I guess it's a point that is at stake here, Clinton. Uh, I, 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 I think the the. The variable being used for the comparison one way or the other, I do not support because on any day, if you'd want to rate the performance of an incumbent government in as much as it has performed way better than the previous government at this crucial moment, there is no need dragging the name of the other government into this particular discussion that we are having. I side with him that the performance of the government has been one way or the other outstanding comparatively to the previous government. Nonetheless, at this crucial moment, we are talking as citizens on the current happenings of the country. In my point of view with the matters of reshuffling, I believe that administratively it is not favorable to the government because records even has said that it can take a minister more than a year or two to get himself used to the administrative works of the office that he wants to run. So at the end of the day, if we are looking at reshuffling the ministers with a government that has two years into going for a re-election, I think it is not going to be in the best interest of the government. Instead, 
why don't we channel the energy that we are using to request for reshuffling to review and evaluate the ministers that are underperforming and then get the draw the attention of the president to it i am very surprised that the people sitting outside see the ministers underperforming but the president himself sees the minister performing very well it means the documents being presented today Minister, the, the president, one way or the other may be wrong because certainly as a president, you assess the performance of your ministers through an evaluation form or a review that is definitely sent to him, indicating that this minister is working or this ministry is underperforming. If the president today keeps on stating that his government is... Oh, goodness me, Clinton. Yeah, Evans. Yes, go on. Let me. Yeah, I want to continue. Extreme. I think he he raised no, a very important point. Clinton, we lost you. We'll, we'll try. We'll work to the president. So it is up to the the alliance. Hello, Hello? am I still here? Yeah, sorry, just wrap up. We lost you briefly, but you're back. So wrap up for me. Okay, okay. So just as I was rightly saying, instead of we looking at reshuffling the ministers, it is expected of us to channel that energy into asking that the president reviews properly the works of the ministers and come out with the challenges that is affecting the performance of the ministry. For all you know, it is not the minister that is the is underperforming, but then the resources that are expected to run the administration of that ministry with as inavailable or inadequate. And it's expected of us to pinpoint all these loopholes within the ministries so that the ministry can start functioning in the best interest in the best interest as we want as citizens. Ministries like the um, ministry, people are making mentioning of um, the economical stance of the of the country. I believe all these things come to in a nutshell, come together to form part of the evaluation documents that the, the president needs to access to be able to indicate the outstanding or the underperforming um, stance of the government. I believe the president, one way or the other, may have been misinformed or is probably messages just to calm down the, as we expect the government to bounce back, growing together, working together, as they have rightly stated. Mm. So this is what I would want to know. Yes. Yeah, I, that's, that's a comment that was coming in earlier. On matters of requesting that we reach rubble for a certain event, and as such, we should rather review. We should, we should, we should, we should have a meticulous review of the government's performances in terms of ministries, identify the loopholes and the challenges they are facing, and fix them. And I believe that once we are able to give out such um, 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 points or such reasons why we believe this ministry isn't working, the president would identify them and find lasting solutions to, to, to them. Uh, Clinton, thank you very much. I, 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 there, was, there was another comment that was coming in I want to take now before I bring in social media comments. Yes, so um, I think the government has a fair day in stating that Hello. Uh, Clinton, we lost you. Evans. Yes, go on. Yes, so I think you raised a very important point about the timely manner of um, reshuffling and how it can positively or negatively affect governance. Um, and I mean, it's and, and and that is why. And he also raised the point about a meticulous review of the the performance of the the, the ministers. I believe that the president <laughs> did that meticulous review and came out and said they were outstanding. And so, if Clinton earlier said that he have not performed to his expectation, and he's calling for a meticulous review, it's just like saying that the president didn't do his review properly. Um, I I I. I Clinton, sorry, we have we having a connect a problem with your connection. Let's see if we can, um, you know, get him back on the proper connection so we can hear him. But yeah, you you're making you're wrapping up your point, I believe, before Clinton attempted to come in. If, 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 you know, even though he made the statement of um, the statement that it takes over, a, I mean, a year for um, a new minister to get um, acclimatized to the role, it, it is also argued by you know some some experts that ministers that take longer um, time in particular ministerial positions identify more loopholes to, to be corrupt and that is why they are also um let me say uh, people who advance for for reshuffling in, in in governance so i think that reshuffling has its pros and cons but i am for outright sack once the person is not performing. 
I want to take uh, your views now uh, coming in on social media. Many of you have joined us. Uh, we did a poll. Papani is uh, with me in the studio. Papani, so what was that question we asked again? What was the first question? So we, we asked, uh, do you agree with the president on his ministers being outstanding? That was the first question we asked on Twitter. Okay. Um, yes or no, right? Yeah, yes or no was the options that um, those who were interested had to choose from and you, you'd be surprised. So 90% of those that responded, we had very close to 500 uh, um, people who responded mm-hmm. to that particular poll and 90% of those said no and just 10% said yes so 90% disagree with the president yeah okay uh, and, and some of the people interestingly under that particular comment came through with some interesting comments this is one here that is coming from highly spiritual um, doctor problem and he says I agree they brought um, the amen that is the first team now what at all will the reserve team do well, clearly disagreeing. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure that he agrees that probably there's a reshuffle. We need to do a reshuffle, but don't think that the, the people who come to replace them uh, will be uh, will do any better. He concludes by saying we'll be buying King K for ten cities. For 10 cities. Please chill. Please In other chill. words, he doesn't uh, believe that they, they, there's a good alternative yeah. to the current crop of ministers. So just relax <laughs> and let them just do their thing. Yeah, so there's some more comment here. This one is from Cultural. So that, but, that's, but that's an interesting point. I'll, I'll yeah. put to the connectors um, when, when we when when we get through this. Yeah, let's go, uh, Jerry. Yeah, so th- th- there's some more here. Uh, then it says that if they are standing, or check the dollar to CD rate. Funny people. Well, haven't you heard about the SP's... Cultural projects. Uh, that's a cultural yeah, project. That's from cultural project. Uh, the SP's case of La Bianca Group of Company GRE officials in corruption case. Well, I think he's making case for the president uh, that he's working. There's this one from... Uh, Masawudu Hamza Jr. says Akufado is a great failure as well as his minister. So, who should go uh, leaving for who? I, a blind man can never lead a blind man, period. Hashtag join news. Uh, some other comment. A final one here says from Godson Green. He says, Never has there been any arrogant president like this one. Um, Evan, so there's, a second, there's a second poll uh, we run um, about um, the question of. Uh, show the president reshuffle his ministers uh, and then that one too we had very close to 1,000 people engaging that particular poll and 88% went for yes and just 12% decided to vote no uh, well, disagreeing okay, so, so that yes, the president, yes. He, those who say yes, the president should reshuffle is 88%. Yes, 88%. And those who and say no is no. 12%. Okay, yes. and there, there are very interesting views. Uh, they, well, Yao NT uh, adds a very interesting perspective. He said he should cut rather. So instead of just reshuffle and, and end up with 80, 80% plus ministers, he says rather cut the number. Yeah. And I know Imani agrees with this view. Also, Imani says you should cut from 80 plus to, to just 40. Yeah. Uh, There's this one comments. from Azar Mavis. And uh, she says that, in fact, suck everyone. Oh, so instead of cutting or probably reshuffling, just moving people around, suck everyone, probably bringing uh, a new crop of people. Uh, mm. Somebody even here who is asking for a job probably tells you the situation. As he says, mm-hmm. for 10 years, um, he doesn't have a job. That is from a new K. Mm. And he says that well, any job for a graduate has been hard for 10 years now. Mm. I live in Accra. Uh, so that, that's for him. So mm. definitely he, he's also voting for a reshuffle. Mm. Uh, there's a final one yet. The man is using his only available best set of team yet. You people are forcing him to do changes. Do you want him to change and bring the supporters in or what? Okay. Well, let's just pray for 2024. Okay, so th- that's a point I want to put to the connectors as we wrap up. Um, because the view that was just the one you just read there it, it comes from uh, the belief uh that okay so you're reshuffling and bring in what and there's a view there that suggests that this is the president's best team um and possibly the reason why he is ha- hesitating to 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 reshuffle and, and highly spiritual actually articulates this he says i agree um i, I they they brought their men first team what at all will the reserve team do? I mean, Della, what do you make of that point? That, yeah, you, you agree for, you call for reshuffle, but if you're reshuffling, you're bringing in new hands. 
the view there from the, the these two views from Twitter is that this is the best team yet and and who are you bringing in Della Hello, oh, can you hear me I can now yes I do agree that we need uh, to change ministers I'm not exactly agreeing on the reshuffle we need to take people out and bring them in but I also disagree with the fact that this is the best um, team like we have a lot of resources in Ghana we have a lot of very intelligent people and you um, I, I find it a bit hard to believe that this list of um, let's say 50 or 60 people are the ultimate um, the best minds we have in Ghana in fact even in the end I find it very if if this were the best and there is nobody else in the um the party that can at least play the same role or better, then the party isn't um, as strong as it is as it tries to give us uh, the impression that it is. So definitely I think that there should be people there. Um these people that are put in positions are not only put in positions because of their expertise they are also put in positions because of their loyalty so there might be people who are equally good at the position but maybe have certain disagreements on policy or other policies with the government that is why they were not put in this position and it's now time for new ideas um the people who definitely agree with him have been put in the position and have been asked to do their job and they failed so it's time to bring in people in in his party that might disagree it's clearly um from the um our brother who is the foot soldier it shows that the mpp party is a very diverse organization that has a lot of uh, um, different opinions so there are definitely people who have the skills um to lead the economy and even if they they don't have people there are people in private sector who can be brought into the organization for example baumia was not always a well-known mpp member he was brought in from um his, from bank of ghana so definitely there are other people in positions that can be brought in so i i do not accept the the excuse that they can't bring in people okay. i also do not accept the excuse that uh that um the, the people are doing their good job so they shouldn't be reshuffled like um like chris mentioned um, the, some of the people are also in positions because of their expertise. Are you going to move them to other positions where they have to go and learn the nuances of those particular um, ministries? No. Mm. So they should mm. kick them out and bring Yeah, them and very briefly, I, I hear somebody else wants to chip in. Yeah, yeah, Evans. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like a coach. I put you into a game to be a defender. Now you are not performing as a defender. And I say that I reshuffle you. You are still playing, you are still on the field and move from defense to play striking position. Which is not your, your natural mm, position right. as a player. So don't don't yes. don't just shift people around. Uh, remove them if they are not serving the purpose. And and I, I hear you say, and I think there's an agreement there from the comments I'm hearing in the background uh, that if you take people out, and the question is, who are you bringing in? Look beyond your party to people in private sector who can equally do the job. But then the question needs to be asked: Will the guy who is doing so well in the private sector want to leave his private sector job and take up a ministerial position when he? knows he, he would have to listen um, to the group uh, the group thinking uh, instead of uh, going with his whim sometimes as you see in the private sector listen connectors i'm grateful that you join us uh, chris so paymu uh effodela uh, uh nana uh all of you uh, all join us on social media uh, platforms with your, with your thoughts on this. this conversation will continue for a while until the president reshuffles or, or doesn't enjoy the rest of your evening Oh. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Thank you for joining us for the special edition here on Joy News, which is also on Joy 99.7 FM and on our social media platforms. My name is Nathaniel Atta, and it's great to be in your company once again as we celebrate something unique, something that hasn't happened in our sport in terms of achievements in a while. Uh, so sport, they say, is just the beginning, and uh, that's what they called it that this uh, afternoon. We're spending time with the medalist. The lady and gentleman who flew high the flag of Ghana before the global cameras in Birmingham during the recently ended Commonwealth Games. Now, this year's uh, edition was the largest games ever held with 72 nations, with over 5,000 athletes participating in the competition. Now, Ghana finished 28th on the medal table through the sheer grit and determination of these athletes. But how did they get to do it? Well, we'll get to hear from the track and field athletes, uh, Joseph Paul Amwa and Deborah Aqua. And the, the gentleman and the lady who have written their names in uh, different uh, spaces and, of course, have engraved it in the annals of the track and field uh, athletes and achievements. And, of course, Joe Paul, who became the first 200 meters athletes to claim a medal in the Commonwealth Games in 48 years. Now, he also is Africa's uh, first since the year 2006. Now, Deborah Aqua, with that leap of 6.94 meters, became the first woman ever to win a medal for Ghana in uh, the long jump in the games. Now, uh, there was this group. Uh, this was uh, the discipline with uh, which some ensured that Ghana counted uh, itself within the middle, uh, you know, table at the world stage. And referring here, we're talking about boxing. Wahid Omar, who's a previous medalist, and Joseph Kome, uh, the lover boy of the, two of the fans in Accra and the surrounding areas. And Abraham Mensah, the man who, uh, by sheer luck and good omen, got two buys in the preliminary stages. Well, what a trial they are. And uh, they are that trial that could be uh, the next set of uh, boxing greats for this country. But there is uh, the talk about a deliberate policy to reach to 
the height that we need to uh, get to. Now, um, we'll hear from these history makers uh, right here on Joy Sports, and that's the reason why we're glad to be in your company. Once again, my name is Nathaniel Atto, and after a round of messages, we will get down to the big conversations. Thank you for joining us. Well, let's begin by taking a look at the performance of Team Ghana at the Commonwealth Games. Now, Ghana, uh, you know, became uh, 28th on the whole medal table. Now, uh, Razak Musbao of Joy Sports has a wrap on uh, all of that in the following report. Let's take a listen to him. Ghana is competing in the 2022 Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, England, marking its 17th appearance. But the games haven't been kind to Team Ghana, as seen by a string of crushing defeats in tennis and hockey, as well as an embarrassing doping scandal on Friday. Here's a wrap of the team's performance so far. In boxing, Onela Sathud, whose involvement in boxing has drawn interest because of a PhD in analytical chemistry, was defeated in the women's middleweight boxing bout by Ken Davis of England. Black Bombers captain Abubakar Kwate lost 2-3 to Adeyin Kabenson of Nigeria in the run of 16 middleweight contest after reaching the stage via a bye in the first round. Boxer Shaku Samed has been banned from the games for failing a doping test given his prospective opponent for Mauritius a bye to the next stage of the event. Meanwhile, Wahid Omar qualified for the round of 16 in the light water weight after beating Isol of Man's Jemi Devine 4-1. Joseph Kome also qualified for the round of 16 after beating Betero Ari of Kribati 5-0 in their featherweight contest. They joined teammate Ibrahim Mensah who qualified to the next round via a bye. In swimming, Abeku Jackson finished sixth in heat five of the men's 50 meters butterfly event, failing to progress to the next round, but finished fifth in the 100 meter butterfly heat to qualify for the next round as part of the automatic five qualifiers. Well, on this special edition, we say we're spending time with the medalist. And uh, we're glad that all of you are joining us uh, from all over the world uh, on Joy News on Joy 99.7 FM and uh, on all of our social media handles. Let's now quickly, uh, you know, go through the medal table and how Ghana performed. Now, we're going to do some specifics uh, right here. So, Australia, who, uh, you know, have been a host in at least the last four to five editions, have a good story to tell. Remember that Australia did host it, uh, you know, with, uh, through uh, the city of Gold Coast. Now, uh, Australia had 67 gold medals, 57 silver, and 54 bronze. There was a total of 178 medals, making them the eventual winners of uh, Birmingham uh, 2022. Now, England uh, fell second with their 56 gold medals, 64 silver medals, and 53 bronze medals. Now, they had the highest number of uh, silver medals, you know, um, in terms of the performances of nations at the Games. Now, 173 bringing them to the second position. Canada, they also, uh, you know, have great history. Remember uh, the city of Edmonton hosting it, uh, you know, some decades ago where, you know, the likes of the legendary Eddie Blay made massive achievements over there. Now, 26 gold medals for Canada, 32 silver and 34 bronze, making it a total of 92. We come to India, who have also been a host. Remember that India have hosted at least in the last uh, decade and a half. Now, 22 gold medals, 16 silver, and 23 bronze, making it 61 in total. Now, there's 49 in total for New Zealand, um, who find themselves in the fifth position. Now, 20 gold medals, 12 uh, for silver, and 17 for bronze. And then Scotland, who had 13 gold medals, 11 silver, and 27 bronze. Now, this is the point of interest for Ghana, now, uh, or for Africa as a continent. Nigeria, 
um, you know, sent a very early signal ahead of the, uh, you know, Africa Games, which will be hosted by Ghana. They won 12 gold medals in all. Uh, sorry, uh, 12 gold medals, of course, uh, 9 silver and 14 bronze medals, making it a, a total of 35. Immediately after that, South Africa followed with 7 gold medals, 9 silver and 11 bronze medals, making it 27. And then there was Northern Ireland, who had 7 uh, gold medals seven silver and four bronze making it 18. so nigeria and south africa sending a very early signal ahead of ghana's hosting of the next africa games that they are uh, a powerhouse they're a superpower and uh, there is a lot to look forward to when it comes to their athletes of course we can uh, make the references to the women's uh, you know uh, 100 meter hurdles and other major events as well as, and of course uh, included in that is the long jump so uh, more on here let's now take a look at the specific performance of Ghana Joseph Paul Amor in the 200 meters events got a bronze medal same as uh, Deborah Aqua who got her bronze medal in the long jump event making history um, as the first woman from Ghana to win a medal uh, this significant at a major event such as this. Um, Abraham Mensa uh, will be. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.